Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Anna? Honestly, though, I was picking my nose. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wasn't picking it. I was itching it. Someone has to do it. Someone has to do it. You know, everybody picks their nose, guys. They do. And if, you, and if you say you don't pick your nose, you're, you're lying. You're a liar. You're a liar. And you know, we just prefer that there's like an unspoken rule of like, you just do it in <laughs> private. <laughs> I just was doing it in front of you guys. And also, okay, I'm going to say this and I'm going to contradict myself. Okay. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm going to say, you don't do it in the car because mm. people will see you unless you don't care. I Dude. 100% picked my nose in the car today. And it was because, no, yesterday. It was after we had, I'd mowed the lawn. Uh-huh. No, after I was digging. Uh, oh, holes digging in my up, yard. Digging up onions? things that look exactly like onions, onions, but apparently they're called naked lady flowers. <laughs> I had so much dirt inside my nose. You were just picking it out. I was like, I was like, oh my God, it feels like it's so dirty still. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, nothing's in there. You want to hear a really gross story? One, yes. Okay, cool. Um, when my kids were little, we were moving out of our condo into our house and- they had bunk beds uh-huh. and we broke down the bunk beds and we we're moving them out. And there were all these gross yellow brown things like stuck to the wall. Both my boys Boogers. had been picking their nose and, and wiping, wiping it. it on the wall. Dude, I had a- And f- all I could think of was like, thank God they weren't eating them. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of them <laughs> for I not re- eating them. I remember when I was really little, my like neighborhood friend. Yeah. Her, I want to say her, her, her little sister, she would do that and wipe them on the bed frame and like collected them there. Ew. Well, that's what they had. It was booger collections. Have you ever seen? Okay. I was, I remember when my, uh, a friend of mine, Jenna Cannon, Cannon mm-hmm. was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I was like looking at her registry 
So I get her a present. Mm-hmm. And there was one of the, it was for a booger sucker. Oh. Well, that was your belly. <laughs> that was your my chest. Throat. Your throat? That was like a, it was like a, a throat thing. It was like. Alien. <laughs> it was a nose sucker. Yeah. But it was the one where you went. Yes. I've seen that. So I saw That's that. That's dangerous game. Okay, this so is a thing. nose sucker where you put it in the baby's and nose, you s- but you suck it out with like a tube into your into your mouth, but you're supposed to not like obviously suck it all the way into your mouth. Well, no. Oh, so I took a picture. I saw this in the store and I took a picture and put it on my Instagram. And I said, this is the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and, and there were so many moms that, that wrote back that were like, that's the best thing ever. And Sorry, I was burping. Um, and, and I'm so gross. I'm like picking boogers and burping at the same time. Um, but no, they were, they, every single person said like, it's no, it's, it's super, it's super great. It's like the best thing ever. And I, all I kept thinking was that you're sucking, you know, the snot up, you know, into your mouth, but actually there's a filter. Oh. That's what I didn't know. I didn't know that either. So there's I just a filter, like- so you don't, so you can't suck the snot into your mouth. Okay. It never well, even okay. quite gets there. So it makes it better. So now it makes okay. more sense, right? Yes. Yeah. Hey guys, on that note, welcome back. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another episode of Brick and Gina. Between oh, the between wraps. the wraps. <laughs> I forgot Brooke what it was. We should just call it Brooke and Gina. <laughs> you guys listen to that podcast, Brooke and Gina? I have about like, three white claws in. So. Who is that? <laughs> Who is hey, that? guys. It's 4 o'clock. It's <laughs> on a Saturday. It's 4.10 on a Saturday, and we're drinking white claws mm-hmm. because, you know, it's mostly water. <laughs> yeah, except it doesn't feel like it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's because sometimes when you don't work out. Uh-huh. You got to sacrifice lunch. You got to. Yeah, you just don't eat. <laughs> really good advice. <laughs> really it's good advice. Terrible advice. Hey, how do you guys stay fit? We just don't eat and then we just drink. Actually, That's we do eat last night. True. Okay, so last night we had, <laughs> I worked at Gina's house. We, I was, the plan was, is I was going to dig up stumps mm-hmm. because I mowed your lawn and mm-hmm. I needed to, there obviously throughout like the yard, there are so many trees. Right. And plants and trees that you want to get rid of, right? And some right. have already been cut down. And right. so when I would I would mow a little and bit. I can't I'd afford s- anyone, so I just bring my best friend to like yeah. come and do all the and manual labor. I want to do it because it's basically like, hey, you want to work out, not in the gym that's not even open. <laughs> right. And not by yourself at home. You want to work out why I watch you and you just dig holes in my yard? <laughs> I did. Yes. I sat and watched you. One hundred percent. So I was digging out stumps, but I started you know, dig what we thought was onions. We did I, think they I were 100% onions. 100% thought you were an onion farmer. I know. You kept saying it. Apparently they're bulbs, but they- But there are probably naked like- lady, Naked lady flowers Naked lady or flowers. Yeah. Um, I think there were like 30 of them. More. Really? Yeah. Yeah. More. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't over there doing there, it. And so. honestly, I only, I only dug them up in one area. Oh. At that point, I was like, we need to burn the whole yard. <laughs> we need to start fresh. What is in this yard? Yes. Yeah. Onions. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I just forgot about what I was actually the point I was trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you, you're oh, for last sure. Last night we were eating. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I went, we were going to barbecue. So I worked all day and I was going to pick up Maggie then I was stopped by the store and I got some chicken, some skirt mm-hmm. steak, 
And something that me and Gina absolutely love are corn dogs. Right. We do love corn dogs. Yes. And they had at this, well, this when market. Was the, when, when, what was our first corn dog together? After, so after you went to the yes, games. After I went to the CrossFit Games in 2015, me mm-hmm. and her, even before I went, we had planned, like, when this is over, we're going to get corn dogs. And so when it was over, we just looked up, like, what, where can we find best the corn best dog. corn dog in Santa Cruz? Mm-hmm. And it was the beach boardwalk. Yeah. So we went to the beach boardwalk. We went in <laughs> just to get a corn dog. And then we ate it in the car. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah. But this place amazing. they had, it's like, you know, it's what, salt ch- Salchichero? Oh yeah, so there's a place in town that's like a local but local butcher, local butcher, local butcher, and yeah, Salchichero, Salchichero, Salchichero. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I actually, when I was in the store up on the sign, they had where that name came from. Oh, and where it, it, that was a Italy? name that was a name that was given to I guess the man that maybe opened it, okay. and it means sausage, the sausage maker. Oh, so as I'm standing in line, I'm thinking like. I couldn't like quite, you know, social distancing. I'm like at the back over here and I'm thinking, oh no. So I start creeping around the corner to try and look in the like glass box to see yeah. what they had available. Cause I'm like, do they even carry chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking for some lean meat. I'm like, Gina doesn't want, I mean, I'm like, and they did have chicken, but yeah. they also had a picture of corn dogs. And I, I asked the guy when it was my turn, I'm like, so you guys have corn dogs? And he's like, yeah. And they're, he's like, they're the, best in town and i'm like okay if i get one seriously sorry i know it was my sister sorry God, you're so turning my popular ring off. i asked him i was like how many do i have to get if i get one how many if i wanted to get like an order or whatever like how many come in the order he goes two i'm like perfect <laughs> i can't wait to tell the story we i go back to gina's we've got chicken skirt steak mm-hmm. you know she had said like you know maybe get a vegetable i went to the market and the only vegetable i knew that we really I mean, I would eat more, but like, I was also thinking like, what would Gina eat? <laughs> asparagus. And the asparagus were, looks terrible. I'm, like, I'm not buying that. So I come back and I'm like, I just have meat. I've got, we're going to do rice mm-hmm. and that's it. But I also got corn dogs and I also got these meat pies that you put in the oven. Gina puts these corn dogs <laughs> in the oven. Well, in my defense, I, I can't see. <laughs> she can't see. She can't see and up I close, see. but she was wearing her glasses. I, <laughs> <laughs> she had her glasses on here okay she lets me know holy shit these have to cook for an hour and a half and i'm thinking to myself like that's a I'm, long time that's so long but like i'm fully committed so i will be here <laughs> so we we preheat the oven we put the corn dogs in it's what's funny about- is i even thought that was a long time so i put i put the timer on for 40 minutes to yes. check it <laughs> I go and look at the corn dogs at like. Well, no, I think they had the timer for, went off yeah, and it was 40 minutes. 40 minutes. I look in the oven and I go, <laughs> I think they're done. They were done. And even before that, I also looked at them and I was like, they look like they're done. And she goes, well, it said an hour and a half. I thought I said 1.5. So I, I kind of had a feeling. <laughs> so I look in there. They've been there for 40 minutes. Okay. At 400, 400 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I didn't even want her to see me do this. I open up the you trash. You pulled it out of the trash. I open the trash and I pull out the packaging and it says, bake at 400 degrees for 15 <laughs> minutes. And I go, Gina, it says 400 degrees for 15 <laughs> minutes. She goes, 
wait, what? I'm like, yeah, it says 15 minutes. She goes, does it say 1.5? And I'm like, what, 1.5 minutes? <laughs> yeah, I, I fucked baked, them up. We baked those corn dogs that were supposed to be baked. They're already pre-cooked. Yeah. We're supposed to bake them I for know. 15 minutes to okay. reheat them. I know. But we still ate them. We, we did eat them. We woke yeah. up this morning and we had out a, in the kitchen there was... Dude, it was so funny because it was just you and I. And I woke up in the morning and it looked like I'd had a party. <laughs> there were empty cans everywhere. <laughs> they were next to the bed. <laughs> I walked out into the living room and it was like empty chick <laughs> chip bags. And then uh, there were empty candy wrappers. You and did bring the candy out was, because Ruby came out. Yeah. Oh my God, her- She's just yeah. like the cutest little tiny thing. She's like a hundred pounds. She comes out and she goes, Ruby doesn't listen to this. She goes, mom, can you get some chocolate like protein? Like the, like the, the shakes yeah. that are already done like in the container. And she goes, yeah. And she thinks that she's just not going to eat anything. Cause she's trying, you know, she's trying to like, she's bulk. trying to be more, she's, she's trying, trying to bulk she's up, trying to bulk. And she's trying to like be like more health conscious. Sorta. Right. And then she goes, I have candy. <laughs> And Ruby's like, oh my God, where? Gina literally has to hide, <laughs> to hide it. Hide it. Dude, because she would literally sit in her bed and eat every single piece of candy. I'd walk in there and she'd just be covered in candy wrappers. <laughs> so what I didn't so I ex- what her. I didn't expect is she gets it out and Ruby takes some and goes to her room. She's watching a movie. Yeah, covered in I'm candy on, wrappers. I'm on the couch and Gina comes over with a handful of candy and puts it on, on the couch next to us. <laughs> we each have a Kit Kat. A Reese's. Uh-huh. Wake up in the morning. Whoppers. Can- candy's there. So all of our wrappers. We've got corn, corn dog. dogs and like all the pieces of corn of like the cornmeal that like <laughs> was too hard to eat. <laughs> it's all broken off. God, uh, we are such a yeah. mess. Yeah, I know. And everyone's like, how are you staying fit during quarantine? Not. I mean, we don't eat. Well, I mean, we do work out. We do. We do eat really well for the most part. <laughs> I like that you're trying to back it up. We don't have corn dogs every day. No, and I and because we cooked them, we overcooked them. I was like, we have to redo this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I know we have to redo minutes. it. Honestly, we have to redo it. So I give her the opportunity to redo her mistake, <laughs> to fix her mistake. <laughs> we wake up in the morning, and all uh, I'm thinking is like one point five. <laughs> like, where the fuck did you see a point? I don't know. Where was the period? <laughs> So know. good. Probably had something in my eye. You did. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, what are we actually going to talk about? This is every single week. I know. Well, so we were going to... Um, oh, I missed a hair. Actually, I didn't miss it. I didn't even shave my legs. That's just an extra long one. I at least it's I in your ankle. I, I had one in my crotch <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my crotch, but like on the side. Off to the side. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a long one. Okay, well, while she's mm-hmm. looking at whatever she's looking at, um, uh, here's, what, here's I had told her right before we started, I said, I do have a couple of random thoughts. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to share them with you. First, we started out by thinking, I had this idea, I was like, we could talk about what are the moments or the things that you're like, I'm an adult. Like the things that happen, that you're like, this is an adult thing. And we thought you know, we, we could talk about right. that and tell share some stories or whatever. And then I was thinking, I was in my kitchen and I was had some random thoughts. And one of which was, I was looking at the onion 
that's sitting on my counter that has more onion growing out of it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, there are certain things with onions and potatoes Mm -hmm. that that gross me out. (laughs) Okay. Okay. One being the onion that continues to grow. Like it's been in there for so long. Yeah, it sprouts. That it sprouts. Right. Okay. Do you remember that picture I sent you of the one that I found? The onion that I found in my cupboard that was like, I didn't even realize I had an onion where I'd put it. No, and it had like right. really grown. I mean, the, like the green stalks were growing out of it were probably <laughs> at least like at least like nine inches <laughs> tall. That. But with potatoes is the other thing. If you have a potato, you know how they start to grow eyes? Yes. And, I, you know, you cut them off. Mm-hmm. Does that bother you? No. Like when it starts growing eyes? No. No? I mean, I get rid of it. Man, it, it that that bothers me. Well, you don't like holes. I know. Don't even say that <laughs> word. <laughs> I have an issue. It was called something. Potatoes that have eyes, if they're like aggressive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bothers me. Especially if those little eyes start to like sprout. <laughs> like it's been in there way too long. Onions. I mean, I'll still like use the onion to a certain extent. Uh, even though if it starts to grow really? another onion. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. If it's like, I mean, if it's like a little, if, it, if it's like a little bit, you cut it and you have to like take the, the center out. You have to get rid of the whole center. Yeah. Um, Potatoes, if they have eyes, I can cut out some of them, but at a certain point I'm like, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Throw that away. Yep. Um, Today I was, as I was driving over here, I saw, this is how I know that I'm like really getting grumpy with this whole shelter in place crap. Yeah. I saw this family that was one, it was like a mom and a, and a daughter on a tandem bike. And then the dad and the little kid riding their bikes and they just look so happy. (laughs) It just pissed me off. (laughs) I was like, I would love to just cut them off. (laughs) Why are they so happy? Look at them enjoying all these happy families. You know, it just, it irritates me. You know, know, I had a feeling before you got here (laughs) and I was by myself uh and I went on a bike ride, came home. I knew Gina was coming at two 30. And at the same time though, I was like, she could be, she could be late. She mm-hmm. might get, you know, sucked into a documentary. Which I did. Which she did. Yeah. Um, or she could be early. And I'm like looking at Maggie because I'm by myself. I'm like, oh, man, what should I do? I mean, I guess I could go outside and get some sun and like attempt to fix my toenails and my fingernails. <laughs> and I'm out there by myself. I've got a little bit of music on and I'm just listening to the locust in my trees. I'm like, <laughs> you guys doing okay up there? <laughs> like I've gone crazy. I know. <laughs> Oh, it's a weird time. And all I kept th- and all I kept thinking was, man, it would be this moment right now where I'm by myself, surrounded by cicadas, in- insects, <laughs> you know, moles, gophers. <laughs> you have all of them. Would be way better if I had a family to ride tandem I bikes know. with. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was just irritating. Do you want a tandem like, bike so- with me? I mean, I would with you for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely putting you on the front. Because <laughs> if you're on the front, you, d- you have to work. 
No. But if I'm on the front, no. If you I'm, be on, if the I'm front. on the front, I'm definitely doing all the work. You be on the front, and I just like <laughs> have my feet off the pedals. And every time you look back, I just put them back on. Like, oh, I just yeah, picture no, you on the it. back with feet off the pedals with like a hat, your your helmet on that also has the drink holders with the straws <laughs> into your mouth. White claws on both sides. Oh, for sure. Where are we going? Oh. Well. If you guys haven't noticed by, well, one, maybe you don't even follow me on Instagram or social media. I don't even know. But if you haven't noticed or you didn't know that I have a clothing line, an athletic clothing company called Enswear, um, I do. And we have launched some really great new items this season through the spring. We have great new leggings. Really great. They are, they are my all-time favorite leggings. And I'm not just saying that because I'm your friend. No, she wouldn't they, do that. <laughs> they are my all-time favorite leggings. And I love the the bra tops. Yeah. What do you call those? Bra tops? Yeah. Yeah. Bra tops. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've launched a couple sets, a pair. Mm-hmm. So the, the legging and the top are the same color. They come together. And then some leggings on their own. Also, we launched a... I'm actually wearing the sweater right now. You guys can't see me. I love that sweatshirt. Yeah, but a... I'm going to have to get me one of those. A sweat set. A sweat set. A sweat set. Um, anyways... I will not launch something that I myself would not want to wear. Brooke is very picky, you guys. When I had the chance to even create clothing, I always thought I I always knew I wanted to be able to do that, but Mm. I never thought that I'd actually do it. And there is definitely a lot more work that goes into it than I could have ever expected. But it is really cool to be able to create products that, I not only I want to wear, but that my mom wants to wear, that my friends want to wear, right. um, that all of you would probably want to wear. So that are great quality and a great price point. Yeah. The big goal for me is that I want to bring quality at a really good price point versus having to, you know, just cranking something out. Yeah. yeah. Ha- a lot you of you really stuff, care about like, it. It's like when you go and shop at places, you're not, I don't like to shop anywhere where I'm only going to be able to wash it one time and then it's going to fall apart. Right. So if you have not checked out Enswear, check it out. Um, Enswear.com. We're getting ready to launch new items. Men's wi- menswear. <laughs> menswear. Menswear. Um, a men's line coming soon. We do have unisex items, but I'm just really, really critical of things before we launch them. So Enswear.com. Check them out. Order some stuff. Take photos. You won't in be it. sorry. You won't be sorry. And... Also, I just, I would, I want to thank you for, for doing that, for looking into it. Even if you don't even buy anything. Yeah. Thanks for the support guys. Just look it up. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right. I'm you guys, re- we did... Let's see if I, I we do did not one. have a text. Um, this is the, the question about the CrossFit games. Oh. Did we have an answer for that? No, we don't. So if you guys are wondering and you're like maybe listening to this, like maybe they'll talk about it or maybe they'll just talk about it. Oh, it was from Nicole Kenny. Nonsense. She said, please tell me you guys are going to address the newest CrossFit games qualification changes. Really want to hear your take on the changes and was sad you didn't discuss it in today's episode. Okay. A couple reasons, Nicole. I'm not competing, so I have, I don't really know. A we lot. don't know. Um, and I we you actually played it. It was a video of Dave Castro, and he was talking about how it's all being put together pretty last minute. Yeah, at the ranch. And they're doing it at the ranch in Aromas, California. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not have the information to give you, and especially because like we can talk about if there's something happening. Or something going on, we can give you our opinion or our thoughts on it. But with like this especially, uh, until I get information that is very accurate, I've sent some texts off to receive that. Um, We don't have that yet, but hopefully next time we will be able to give some insight. Um, It's happening. Uh, Just like Dave said, it's very last minute. They are preparing aromas for this. I can give you my thoughts on what I would suspect, which is <laughs> there's no way that they could be able to house the amount of athletes that normally we have there there are because they've over the years have created so many new divisions. Right. Um I also see you know, things that could come up like speed bumps for certain athletes getting here, you know, from other countries. Right. But again, like maybe that's not a problem. There are flights available. There's just not as many. Um, other than that, I imagine they're going to have to account for, you know, to make it. I don't know what the county or the county down there their rules are at the moment or what they might be around that time. But 
basing it off of our way of life, our way of life, our way of life, our way of life, life, <laughs> life right now in Santa Cruz, nothing, not a lot of places are really having much success with opening for people, for like people being able to come in and either, per, you know, at a, at like a, I don't know. I mean, grocery stores are open and they've created a, you know, a, a flow of customers that they can make that work. Obviously, they can't shut that down. Um, I don't know if they would be, you know, as soon as you get there, they've got to do like a test to like see if you are a carrier or whatever. Um, I don't know if they're going to require people to be here weeks prior, like quarantine themselves. We get here at a certain time and then quarantine themselves. I have no idea. I hope that it works out. Uh, they seem, I haven't seen a ton, I haven't watched a ton of stuff on it or heard a lot of information, but it, from what I have seen, it seems pretty confident that they've got a really good plan in place. Um, obviously, any chance athletes, especially like the athletes you're going to see that are like top athletes in CrossFit, the opportunity to come and compete at Aromas is incredible. Um, they're not, what we did watch, they're not going to have not going to have like big screens. There's going to be no spectators, no jumbotrons. Somehow they'll hopefully document it and then be able to release videos, you know, like uh, how they used to do it, a little more post-production right. type stuff back in the day. I mean, but maybe they'll do like a live Instagram or something. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Uh-huh. You guys, your guess is as good as mine, <laughs> but I will tell you, I did reach out and um, I will try and get the information from Dave Castro. So the information we do give you when it is available to us will be from the person actually in charge of the CrossFit Games, and it's not going to be speculation. Because right now, We would just be speculating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We have another question. says, need advice about boobs and CrossFit. Oh, man, we've done this so many times. (laughs) I'm going to do it again, though. Okay. Um. Is that the one that she was talking about? Her doctor was saying she'd go back to working out. Yep. Read the whole thing. Yeah. So her name is Camille. Uh, Hi, Camille. She says, um, hi, Brooke and Gina. First of all, I just want to say I love your podcast. It's so great. I've listened to every single episode. Well, thank you, Camille. Thank you. Thank you for being one of 10 people. Um, (laughs) The 11th person is like, what the fuck? (laughs) Anyway, I have a breast augmentation plan for July. And I also really want to do the, the Waza OC. I'm, Assuming the challenge is mid-August, like last year, which, I mean, we don't know if that's actually going to happen, um, which would put me a little over six weeks out six weeks out from my surgery. My doc says I'll be able to work out fully at six weeks, but I've heard lots of people saying they can't do pull-ups, hanging on the bars, uncomfortable. I, want to, I wanted to get both of your opinions on how long your recoveries took and how, if at all, your new boobs are affecting CrossFit per- performance. Well, mine are old. <laughs> mine are not new boobs. Um, mine are newer than yours. yours. Yeah. Also, I would only be doing the Waza OC to qualify for scale division. So for my understanding, I just have to complete it and my placing doesn't matter. Do you guys think I could do that safely? Also, really not planning on getting huge boobs. I just want natural ones that fit my body. I don't know if that's important info or not. Which is <laughs> funny. So thank you so much for helping. I really appreciate it. First question I would ask you, which I obviously can't ask you and you immediately respond which is going to be, I, there's so many different ways you can do them now. You know, the first time I had mine done was through the armpit. Right. And that was, that was actually. More invasive. For me, it was more invasive. 
Um, because what happened too is like, I don't know if like they had like, you know, actually kind of cut a little bit of like some tendons, but I remember I had a lot of, uh, tension with even being able to overextend my arm over my head. Um, here's what you're going to deal with is when you're going to, anytime you go under the knife, you're already, your body's going to go deal with a lot of, you know, stress that it takes a big toll on you outside of just like your incisions. Um, the second time I had mine done, the thing that was like one of the most important things I had to think about is because I work out so much and like I do things with my upper body is I really had to take the time for my body to heal and almost create the scar tissue that helps keep your implant yeah, where you, like where you want it. Has got to, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to build around it um, and protect the pocket. If you kind of push the limit too soon, you're really just like Russian roulette. Like you could be totally fine or you could you create could compromise create, it. Yeah, create a problem and now you have to go and get it fixed. Not only does that suck on like if you are obviously you're into competition and you're training, but very costly, you know? Right. Um I would obviously say that you know, 6 to 8 weeks is pushing it you know like eight weeks I think mine was eight weeks and that was for a redo I already had the the pocket like area for them to put the implant they had to fix it a little bit but it you know the like the return like when you start going back to training and doing things like push-ups pull-ups um pulling from the floor, you know, deadlifts, just anything that's going to brace that whole area. Like when we brace our upper body, it's not just my back. It's not just my arms, not just my core. Everything gets tight. And when you, like when you flex your chest, it pushes your implants out. Right. So that was a big thing. We, we, I worked with my doctor and him like stressing to me, like you really have to give it some time because what we don't want is for them to be pushed out into your armpits. And that can happen to women like over time that are very active and they also have implants and they're under the muscle. Um, So it's, it's it's a slow, steady return. So I, you know, it's a little bit sketchy to want to return to competition. um, Even if it's scaled like that, like just because it's scaled, it doesn't mean that you're not pushing your body to a, like to the limit. Right. Well, and you don't know, what the workout's going to be. They're for sure going to have things like pull-ups, burpees, right. push-ups. You're still going to do weightlifting movements like, you know, cleans, snatches. Everything is using all of these muscles. And so you're putting yourself at risk. And I think this. I 100% support any woman who doesn't like want breast implants. Okay. Also, I 100% support anyone who does. Um, it's your body. You make those choices. I have them for me. I don't have a lot of breast tissue. And when I finally got them redone too, it, I, I love my body more and I feel more feminine than I ever did. And that's important to me. Um, you're going to have to consider how, how important is that to you? Do you want it in July or would, if, is this, is this competition so important to you to qualify or whatever you're, you're working towards with that, like that stepping stone to wherever you're going, 
is that so important that maybe you just push your surgery back? Right. Thoughts? Sorry, I was looking. You were reading? <laughs> well, no. Yeah, because maybe that's the better answer, just so you don't have to, like, wonder if you're doing too much. Right. You know, you just well, push your surgery back. I, I do think that she needs to, again, like you said, figure out what's more important. But I do think that when your doctor says, yeah, you can work out again, I think that when you ask a doctor that, they don't really know what CrossFit is. And, and did you say, I, I want to do a competition? Because that's very different than just saying, I want to work out again. Yeah. Because when I had my boobs done, could I work out again after six weeks? Yeah. <clears throat> but it wasn't right back to doing everything I was doing before. And so if you're, if you're, you know, looking at competing in CrossFit, that's a very different question and to than be, just working out. And to be honest, I'm going to make an assumption. Uh huh. <clears throat> I assume that a lot of doctors, I shouldn't say a lot, that some doctors, um, if all they hear from you is like work out, their natural response is not ever going to be like this female does what men do. <laughs> right. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. And so. Like working out could be just going for a run. Yeah. And maybe right. doing some squats. Right. So maybe if you're like, you really want to get these done in July, but you really want to compete. Either you could, you know, maybe have a new discussion with your doctor. Like let him know the capacity of like what you will be doing and what you do for training. And see what he says then. Or I honestly think because you're, it's an, it's a huge investment and you don't want, you want them to turn out amazing and you want to love them and be in, and have it be well, you know, good money, well spent where you really have to like, just be cautious on the, on the return and the recovery, like better safe than sorry, basically, you know what I'm saying. And I've done the same thing. Like I had to do the better safe than sorry. And it sucked. You know, it did suck, but at the same time, it was like, I just spent this money. I really, really want it to turn out the way that it was planned to turn out. And I'm just going to have to take that sacrifice. Right. I remember the first day I could run, like actually go for a run. <laughs> well, you were walking in the <clears throat> weight vest, I think. Yeah, I was trying to like, you know, be able to do some training and I just started putting ankle weights on. And I took a, a few ankle weights and I, w I got this like waist trainer thing and I Velcroed them around my waist because they, I couldn't wear, I couldn't load my upper body. Right. I couldn't wear, I was like, oh, I can wear a weight vest and I couldn't. So I did it around my waist and I would go and like hike and walk and do stuff like that. But, and it was just because this was important and it was something that I really wanted. And you will be so bummed if you let your sort of like ego that you have in like your training and it's just because you like want it and you know, you work hard, you're dedicated. If you let that get in the way where you kind of decide to be like, well, maybe I won't be that person that you could be totally fine. Right. But it would suck so bad if, if you, you weren't. weren't. Yeah. Good advice. So, you know, I would say either be more specific with your doctor um, or if this competition is very important, push your surgery yeah. until after the competition. I agree. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. 
We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. Um, okay. Sorry, I was like, <laughs> Ruby's like texting me. My daughter is texting me about um, sending her money right now. <laughs> Ask her. So I was a little distracted. Ask her if she can. She's like, "Mom, can you send me money? I need to get lunch." Like, aren't you working for DoorDash? <laughs> I know. I know. So you should ask her. Oh, no, I'm not going to ask her. <laughs> okay. Um. So this is from Greta Mags, okay. and she says, "Hey guys, I've been binging your podcast and Brooks YouTube since being in lockdown here in Australia. I am obsessed with you guys, and I feel like if we met in real life." We would get on like a house on fire. Probably, Greta. Dude, we need to go to Australia. Most likely. When we can travel that (laughs) far. I know, seriously. Since watching your videos, I've been inspired to move away from just lifting weights at the gym to try CrossFit. What are your key tips for complete CrossFit beginners? Ooh. Okay. Um, That would be a question for Brooke. (laughs) Some people feel like they, okay, if you never tried it before, I've met so many people that are like, well, I need to get in shape first. No, you don't. Right. <laughs> um, if you are a cross, CrossFit beginner and you would love to start dabbling in that world, all you have to do is show up. You have to show up. You got to check your ego out the door. You need to just realize that you're about to do things that you've never really done. Even if you've done some of the moves or some of the exercises, it's just different when you add intensity or you put it in like an actual, you know, timed workout. It's just different. And so you have to remind yourself, we're, I mean, no matter what level you're at, we're all just trying to get better and more fit and stronger. And 
even the people that are some of the absolute best have to, you know, at times go back to the basics. The basics are so important. And so don't like waste that time. In the very beginning when you're learning new things, really take the time to learn them and perfect them the best that you can and understand them because as you continue to do it more and more and more, if you didn't take that time at some point, either a couple things could happen. Either you might hurt yourself or have some aches and pains or you get stuck. The amount of people that are like, I've been doing CrossFit for you know, six years and I still don't have a muscle up. And my question is like, well, one, like, do you ever work on that skill? Right. You don't just all of a sudden like level up because you've like been doing it for so long. You have to work on that skill. You have to be working on the, on the, on the specific exercises that are going to give you that. Can you do a pull up? Can you do a ring dip? Can you do more than one? Because by the time you are strong, like when you're strong enough and you understand your body and, and you know the, the mechanics to even get up to a very deep bottom of the ring dip and then press out, if you don't have the proper strength for the pull and the push, by the time you get up there, you're, you, it's almost like you've exerted everything that you have. You know, so just take the time to hone in on understanding, practicing, and learning and being very diligent about the basics and the beginning stuff because even though you, it feels like, oh, these are just like, you know, level one or these are the basics and it's, it's boring and annoying, it totally is. But if you put in the work in the beginning, it, you're just going to be so happy that you did because what sucks is when people have been doing CrossFit for so She's long. She's doing quotes, by the way, if you're quotations, just listening to this. Uh, if you've been doing CrossFit for so long, you still don't have these things. Chances are you just, you know, you just went in, in like the first little while and just were there just for a workout, but you didn't really care too much about the skill practice or the accessory work, which is normal, which is normal. It's very boring. Right. And the boring stuff is what gets you better. Right. You know, so I would say go in for the workout, but also really pay attention to all, all the things you're learning in the beginning. And don't just like overlook them because they seem easy. Because those easy things that seem easy, those are the things that like, as you get better and when you're trying to learn a new skill, if you had never really gotten better at those boring, easy things, it's going to make all the hard stuff or like the sexy stuff, like handstand pushups, handstand walking, like all these things everyone wants to be able to do, you're going to really struggle on being able to like get your first one. Yeah. So... Well, and I would just say, uh, go in with humility. Yeah. <laughs> you really do. And, and even though it might intimidate you a little bit, uh, it's important to realize that it's hard for everyone. And it's supposed to be. Like, fitness isn't free. Like, to be fit is not free. You have to put in work. Like, what you put in is what you get out. And sometimes it can be, you know, stressful or intimidating to, if you start sort of, comparing yourself in a way that's like oh I'm not as good as that person and then maybe it's it's totally a personal thing like to feel like you're not worthy of being there right but realize like no one is even no one's thinking about that everyone's there for the same reason and even if you have people who are super advanced in your class they're not looking at people that are brand new or beginners or intermediate and thinking like Oh my God, what an idiot. <laughs> no, I know. 
<laughs> like they, like it's not that at all. That's just, they've been working longer. They've been there. They've right. been there more and for, and longer. And that's, you know, everyone's there to work hard. And even people who are the most advanced, you know how they get better? They suffer. Like it, it, the only way to get better at a lot of things is you have to endure the suck. I've never endured this. Which is exactly why Gina said, this is a question for Brooke. <laughs> uh, and then at a certain point, you get your neck fused. You have both your shoulders done. And uh, you also... Embrace w- the suck. <laughs> you embrace a different kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for me, it was, you know, doing CrossFit just didn't... It, was, it never appealed to me, to be honest. And then doing it, I got sucked in mm-hmm. because you know, there's the sense of community and, and then you you get a taste of like, you know, learning something for the first time and being able to do something and you feel empowered. empowered. empowering. No, it's, it's very cool, but it can be, um, it can be hard to not compare yourself to other people. And I think that that was a really good, um, that was good advice of you to say that, because I think that if, as long as you're not going in and saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to kill this, I'm going to, you know, be so good at this and that and, and being okay with knowing that you're kind of at the bottom and, and just starting out, you will, uh, as long as you embrace that, I think that you will enjoy it more. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it, you guys, CrossFit is hard. It's so hard. Very hard. If you start out, I mean, even not even starting out, just anyone, whatever level, if you go somewhere and you immediately start putting yourself in, you can start comparing yourself with the people that you're you're surrounded by, you're it's inevitable for you to, you know, not really have the best time, right? And that sucks. Like, and I've 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 thought about this because all we're trying to do is just get better, mm-hmm. everyone involved, and be better. And if you have people around you that are like actually being assholes, and they're they're making you either you know energy they're giving you or what they're saying like to like belittle you that's not okay and if you're you're in in the wrong gym you're in the wrong gym (laughs) find a new one um it's just it's it's always tough it's always hard and if it's not if you're like I'm just you know you you have people in class that are like it wasn't even you know I didn't even I didn't that wasn't even hard can you program something harder (laughs) my response is always like did you have the best time in class? Did you win? Did you win? Were you the winner? You weren't? Okay. Well, then um, it probably, when yeah. you're crushing literally everything we do and <laughs> right. you are still, you know, not breaking a sweat or not winded, I will give you something harder <laughs> <laughs> and hard is relative, man. Yeah. Uh, everything, everything, that, everything you do in cross, it's relative. And that's why too, like some people get really focused on like oh I have to do the scaled option no they there are these terms and some gyms are different some people they don't you know program a scaled and an rx some people have just you just have options some people have a workout and what you do from that the coach knowing their clients knowing their athletes they'll say you're subbing this for this you're doing this for this you're doing this for this and that has to do with a couple things um are you coming off of an injury are you recovering are you a little bit newer and no, you know what le- what level are we at? That doesn't mean like you're less than this person. That right. just means if we try to be something, if we try to be at a level that we are not at, 
you're only setting yourself up for, for injury and failure. Yeah. And our goal is to work where you are, perfect that, and then we get better. It's not, it's not a level system. You know what I mean? I, I, d- I do. I but if it mean. were, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> if we, if it were a level system, I have dropped a few levels. <laughs> That's okay. I still love you. Man, fitness is hard. Fitness is hard, guys. Well. And it's supposed to be. I, I, was, I always remind myself of that, like when I'm in the middle of like, I'm in the middle of the suck. Mm-hmm. I think. That's what you think? Yeah, I think. One, it's supposed to hurt. It's not supposed to be pleasant. It's supposed to like feel good. If it does, chances of me getting better right now are low. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's supposed to be hard. And when it is hard, it's like then when you're in it and it sucks and it hurts, every chance you have to just push a little bit harder and a little bit longer and further before you like break that's that is you getting better you know so next time you're in a workout and you want to like <laughs> I just love when you look at me like that <laughs> so next time <laughs> it really is so you, next time what no no finish that please <laughs> next time we're doing kids class with daniel <laughs> and we're holding the plank you guys that kids class so brooke and i have been helping daniel with kids class it's hard. It is hard. And I'm working out with people that are 20 years younger. I know there's other people my age that are probably killing it out there, but I am a giant hoo-ha and my knees hurt, my elbows, like everything, everything hurts. I hurt myself. I, I fell. I you <laughs> trying to fall. do mountain climbers the other day. So <laughs> <laughs> this class is killing me, but our friend Daniel has abs from it. So that's, that's my whole motivation. Seriously. I'm just, I'm just doing it for the abs. He's like, I'm like, DJ, you're looking so cut up right now. I know. And he's it's, like, it's just the kids class. Literally the only thing he changed uh, in his like routine right. is he does kids class. Yeah. Seven days a week. It's 30 minutes. Yeah. If that. It's not even that. I don't know. It's like 20 minutes. I mean, you know, and, but like beyond that, he's really just, he just power lifts, you know? Yeah. And does like some bike. Yeah. So adding in that little extra breathing and yeah. cardio. Cardio every day. He looks great. Yeah, he looks great. It's killing it. Killing it. Killing it. But it's so funny because if you guys watch it, there's these moments where he like, he'll, he just He's call, struggling. He, he like calls us out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's this one, one day that uh, we were doing something and you see in the video, Gina just lays down flat and rolls out of frame. <laughs> You guys, I can't even plank for like. And then, DJ, and then DJ's like, Gina, come back in here. And you see her roll back into frame and get back up to the plank position. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, it's killing me. I mean, he does have increased time. And right now, I think they're what, like on like 54 days, day 54, yeah. 55 yeah. of kids class he's been doing. And mm-hmm. we are at 105 seconds of plank. Yeah, I'm gonna and lie. Next week we start at one. I'm gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Is what I meant. Sorry, we, that white claw is really hitting me. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm lie. gonna lie. I cheat through the entire plank. If you can keep a flat back, and you just drop a knee for <laughs> nobody for can a tell second. on Instagram Live. <laughs> no one can tell. <laughs> and I try to wear a really baggy sweatshirt. 
because it's except, like straight on. Except so the, the other this, day, oh, Daniel yeah. decides he he's, called like, us out. he's like, I'm going to, he scoots back. He's in the front. He scoots back to, to plank right between me and Gina. So he can see if I'm cheating. So he can see if we're cheating. <sighs> I'm always cheating. <laughs> you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. <laughs> <laughs> so true. All right. Well. I think we're going to wrap it up, guys. We are, because first of all, we you don't want to listen to us babble anymore. Babble. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we said have, we were going to go for a shorter one today. Yeah, and the next podcast, we actually have a guest on. Yeah, we have a really cool guest. Yeah. We're not going to tell you who it is. We're not going to tell you this person's name, but they're very prominent in the UFC, MMA, 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 MMA world. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. honestly, no idea what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I know. We're going to start doing a lot of Googling. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to get to know this person. I actually thought about, like, the idea of doing that, mm-hmm. like, at MMA, mm-hmm. is enticing to me. Uh, Are I you really, going to start doing it? Well, here's the thing. I just don't want to get hit in the face. <laughs> Don't want to mess up that money maker. And it's like, well, be so good you don't get hit in the face. <laughs> I'm like, it's inevitable. Can you picture me with like cauliflower ear? <laughs> no. Dude. Oh my God. Not messing just up these it, ears, just these make, beauties. Just make it even hard. Just make it hard for me to like look okay. <laughs> my ear pokes out. You're like, oh my God, cover that up. You ever, you already have a black eye from dropping your phone on your face. So embarrassing. All it's, right. And it's still black. I know. <laughs> I will be honest. Like I was the kid growing up that if I had like scars or like, you know, marks from anything, I thought it was so cool <laughs> for sure. I thought it was so cool. So much so that like the first little while of having this black eye, <laughs> I didn't even attempt to cover it. <laughs> I thought I looked so, so badass. badass. Yeah. So badass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. I remember I was telling, I was. I can't remember what I told, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like one black eye is way better than two, because I had two uh-huh. years ago. Uh, I broke my nose. I think I've told this story. Yeah, I broke Snatch. my. I broke my nose snatching, empty barbell. You ain't gonna break your. I mean, I shouldn't say you ain't gonna break your nose with a. Bar you ain't gonna break your nose with weight on the bar. But when you have an empty bar, and this was in twenty thirteen, maybe mm-hmm. twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Um, I was supposed to do a one rep max. I was a max out. And I was in there in the gym at CrossFit West. And you were pumped. The whole gym has classes going. I'm by myself going into my training. I trained by myself. So it was definitely 2013 going to 2014. Uh, 2013. It was 2013. Um, I just had such. You sound like Rain Man. My, the bar was, the bar path was just so close. <laughs> it was just what it's supposed to be. You know what happened as I just pulled under and kept my face too close. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I smashed my nose. I hit myself in the face. Whole gym's full of people. Drop the bar, realizing what I just did. Grab my face and I go to like start walking outside and my hands filled up with blood. I like squatted down. There's a puddle of blood all over the floor. Like classes are going. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I get a friend drives me to the emergency room and 
They basically took, like, I didn't break the bone, but I smashed all the cartilage in the end of my nose. Which is why you pick your nose so often. For sure. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) full circle. Um, The doctor told me, he was like, well, I didn't break the, I didn't break the bone. He's like, it's going to be, it takes like a year for the swelling to fully go down. And a year? That's what he told me. Wow. But where I'm at right now. Sounds like bad information. I'm be honest with you guys. This is what happened. I smashed my nose. I had two black eyes. They were so purple and green that in Santa Cruz, I was working at the coffee shop. People thought I put eyeshadow under my eyes. <laughs> it's a thing. It's I'm like, like when people put the fake eyelashes on the bottom yeah. part. Yeah. Anyways, it's my fat. nose was so swollen. I sent a photo to my mom when I was driving to the emergency room because I had a nose piercing. And I'm like, I don't know how that thing didn't get sucked inside my nose. I was so swollen. Just gone. But what happened is now, especially if I'm like a little bit leaner, in, you know, in the past when I was way lean, um, <laughs> you actually can see the crack of the cartilage on my nose because I, you know, don't yeah, because you're don't you're so body fat. fat now, so I can't see it. And I have now figured out the way they can fix it because not only does that bother me, like if I like if I'm like kissing or something, or like I rub my nose, not only can I feel it popping because the cartilage is broke. It can, it hurts a little bit. And then one side of my, I'm like <laughs> picking my nose on camera. <laughs> one side, I had a, a scab in there because it cut. I got cut on the inside of my nose on the left side. That will bother me quite a bit. Yeah. And the same doctor that did my boobs, the redo, um, he basically said all that he would have to do to be able to fix that is they would cut in, they would cut out scar tissue, and then he could put a couple stitches to basically pull my cartilage back together so that I wouldn't have like the popping or the cartilage that like isn't attached. Like basically my whole right side, this whole end of my nose Mm -hmm. isn't attached. It's like a crack. (laughs) I know, but I'm telling you because at some point when quarantine is over and if I don't have anything coming up, I'm probably going to look into finally getting it, your nose, getting that fixed and they won't go in and like, it, they don't have to break the bone. He said that it's super simple. It's like a nose job. No, they just yeah. need to cut me open a little bit, cut out some scar tissue, which will help with like the pain and like just, you know, and then put a couple stitches in there huh. and it will fix the, uh, the popping, which is so annoying. And it like, it's like uncomfortable. It's like, I try to describe it like a, if you were to pet a, a dog backwards, <laughs> you know, or like if you're maybe like, if you have like hair on your legs, your arms, like it just feels a little better if you go with the hair. Yeah. Instead of against. Against it. It's like uncomfortable. It's not like a big deal, but it's like bothersome. That's how my nose feels. Huh. If I like, I knock it or like yeah. it gets pushed. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there you have it. One no, more. I'm, no, I'm not <laughs> getting a like big old nose job. I'm just going to have my cartilage reattached. <laughs> That'll be the next rumor. <laughs> She had her nose done and her cheeks. Nope. My mom and my dad gave me these cheeks and they're not going anywhere. All of it. All right. So now we're actually going to (laughs) go. Yes. You guys, thank you for listening to us talk about everything, but also nothing. We will talk to you (laughs) next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Yes. We love you. Talk about nothing. Remember to. Oh, right. Yeah. Send us emails too. We do love to know like what you want to hear us talk about. And yes, we are really looking and working on getting more guests on the show, even though it is Skype. Hopefully that. Um, is okay with more you. interesting yeah and we've like you know we're trying to make sure we have good Wi-Fi so the connection's good for you 
Um, remember to rate, review, subscribe, five-star five rating, five-star five warning, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.